I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Zach. And we are the Internet's it's premier Star Trek fan podcast. Then let me finish. Did I do it? Was that it? Yeah, it was. Oh. All right. Well, this has been the Star Companion. We'll uh, yeah. talk to you later. Anyways, so I was so rudely interrupted. Mm. Um, Forgive me. We are the Internet uh, what? podcast. <laughs> you know, dude, what? I feel like I'm like... <laughs> I feel like I'm listening to your thoughts, and it's been very pleasurable. <laughs> you know, we're on on all major po- podcasting platforms. Podcasting, <laughs> podcasting, drinking coke. Um, <clears throat> if you want to contact us, you can contact us at thesarcompanion at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear from you. We would. We still have stickers at this point. That's right. These are what they look like. Um, and if you're listening instead of viewing. Um, just imagine a round sticker with the word Star Companion in the middle. And that's pretty much what they look like. <laughs> it says podcast, too. It does, yeah. And the. Yeah. And it's clearly like a I guess I star in the background. I guess I should have put the Star Companion Internet Podcast. Because that's what we are. The inter- we're, no, we're the Internet's premiere. If you'd like a sticker, you can email us at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. That's right. Uh we would appreciate a like. And you know a, what? And a it, subscribe. We'll sign a sticker. Will we? If you send a review. Okay. A photo of a review. <laughs> We're moving it up now. <laughs> I don't know what this signature is worth, but, you know, maybe you tell me what you would like instead to send a photo of a review. Tell me what you want me to fuck. Okay. I'll fuck it. I, whatever. Yeah. We'll, 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 David will do whatever you want. Um... Bolian, <laughs> you know, Gorn. This is, this is taking a weird turn. Oh, fuck em. This is taking a weird turn, but you know what takes an even weirder turn is today's episode. Yeah. Season three, <laughs> episode six of Star Trek Enterprise. Name of this episode is Exile. Start Stardate date unknown. unknown. Jinx. And, uh, you have to fuck a Gorn now. We got a fucking doozy here today, boys and girls. We got a fucking doozy of an episode. Right out the, right out the top here, I'm going to say that, like, 
This episode starts out okay. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and takes an absolutely awful turn. It just gets so weird. The episode starts with Hoshi. She's in her... Uh, what's, what's she in, David? She's in her bathroom. Hmm. In her uh, little tank top. Did you enjoy little, that? I said, hello, I said, mm, hello, Hoshi, my darling. It's been a while. Well, it's been a while. It's, uh, <laughs> and she starts hearing uh, voices. She, she starts hearing someone say, Hoshi. Hoshi. Hoshi over here. Yeah. I have two thoughts. Can I get them off my chest right off yeah, the top? Go for it. Number one, I would like to say that Brandon Braga mentioned that he thought this episode was, quote, pretty crappy. <laughs> and number two. That's hilarious. Um, uh, where is it? It's a, hey, David. Yo. I didn't know they picked up your fanfic. <laughs> That's so funny. Yours is a little naughtier, though, right? Oh, yeah. I bet. Yeah, you're about to hear all of it. So, Hochi hears voices, <laughs> and she's like, what's going on? She goes out and looks in her room. He's like, hey, Hoshi, over here. She looks over in the corner. It's just some Ensign jacking off. <laughs> it's not. It's some weird guy. He's just sitting in her in her quarters, and she calls security. And when she turns around, he's gone. He's vanished. How does he gone? That doesn't make any sense. How does he gone? Shut up. Cue the theme music. And then, after the theme music, <laughs> we come back. And uh, we get Reed kind of, you know, telling Hoshi maybe not to worry so much. He says, mm -hmm. it's not uncommon to see the enemy out of the corner of your eye. It's like, okay, dude, we get it. Your chief security officer, the threat's lurking everywhere. Shut the fuck up. Is that, the, is that, is that all you've got? Me? No, Reed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that the only thing you're doing? Well, you see, in classic uh, security <laughs> technique. Let me give you a protocol, Hoshi. Um, so do you remember recently when we were talking about how shitty the movie Ghost is? Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's a good movie, though. Do you like that movie? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty emotional. What do you like about that movie? Whoopi. Let's get into it. Whoopi's in it? Yeah. I've seen that movie once a long time ago. I don't need to rewatch oh, okay. that shit. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, there's emotional <clears throat> parts think... to it. A lot of the, a lot of people in that movie are dead now. Would like the guy by ghosts? Yeah, <laughs> like real ghosts now. <laughs> Would you be Patrick Swayze? In... I know you keep inviting me to do um, painting. Mm -hmm. Um, with you <laughs> and uh, those that group or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, would you be more interested in nude pottery? <laughs> in you doing pottery and me getting behind you <laughs> and doing the pottery with you? I would, yeah. Yeah? All right. Well, this has been the Star Companion. Thank you for... Uh, we got to go make some pottery, which is definitely, quo, uh, you know, code for something. Podcastery. <clears throat> I don't want to be that guy. Um, and it's 2020, and, you know, I think there are plenty of great female directors and writers, but did you happen to notice that the writer and director of this episode was a female? Really? Yeah. The fuck? And... Uh, you it, know. Just, it gets so weird. So it gets weird fast. And she's wearing a fucking slip walking around the house in the daytime. And Yeah, yeah, we're getting well, there. Okay. We're getting there. Sorry. All right. So Hoshi goes back to her to her She needs tests from Doc. She gets a and test and Doc's like, you know what, just go go back to your, your quarters and, and lay down. Do you wanna know why though? Because Doc goes, Do not fear, Hoshi. Hallucinations <laughs> are dope. No harm, no foul. Did you know I have three wives? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's right. He says on Denobula, hallucinations are actually a sign of hard work. Mm-hmm. That's like that's the same philosophy that that has made Chinese culture into a travesty. Well, yeah. Did you know? Well, no, it's not Chinese culture. It's Japanese culture. Did you know that in in Japanese culture, if you see someone fall asleep on the job at some company, no, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually a sign that they're working really hard. How about you just fucking tired? You don't want to be at work. Why does it always have to be a good thing? So Hoshi goes back to her quarters and she falls asleep. And this guy shows back up again. He says, Hey, Hoshi, what's going on? You sleeping? It's pretty. Uh, and she's like, What? Yeah. What? And uh, suddenly she's transported to castle, to a castle. Castle Dracula. Welcome <laughs> to Castle Dracula, Hoshi. I want to suck your blood. And she's wandering around. She's like, what is this? What is, what is this place? What is going on? What is going on? And uh, <clears throat> as soon as she walks outside of the castle and she sees this guy, she wakes up again. And she runs back over to Med Bay. And everybody just kind of dismisses it as this mm-hmm. female hysteria. <clears throat> it's <laughs> literally <laughs> female hysteria. So she's in, she's in like, uh, you know, Med Bay. And their mm-hmm. dad's down there. And she's like, you got to listen to me, doctor. <laughs> or Captain... <laughs> And uh, you know what? Dad, being the good guy he is, is, you know, he uh, says, you know, well, we, we need to post guards. You know, you got to stay here overnight. And then I forget who it is. I think maybe it's Reed. And he goes, are you expecting an attack, sir? And In dad goes, expense. around here, pal? You never know, pal. You know. <laughs> Look here, pal. And then we get, I think, the best line of the whole episode. Go ahead. Listening to your thoughts has been very pleasurable. So yeah, Hoshi goes back to her room and she gets mind invaded by this guy again. He says, it's mind rape. And he says, "Listen." He says, "What does he say?" Listening to your what? Listening to your thoughts has been very pleasurable. And I've been watching you, Hoshi. I've been watching you shower, <coughs> and squeeze water out of a sponge under your shoulder. I've wow. Been watched as you fed the bats in Med Bay and oh. Saw when you wrote about your boy crushes in your little Lisa Frank journal. Oh my god. Did Lisa Frank make it to the 23rd century? I don't know. That's just crazy. I thought it would be a funny comment. It was. And he says, uh, come to my castle, Hoshi. Um, I want I want you to come to I my want, castle. Come to my castle and, look, castle and let me show you my Zindic. I'll tell you about the Zindi. I'll tell you about the Zindi. <clears throat> and uh, she runs back to Med Bay and everybody's like, well, I guess we should go to the castle. Well, she <laughs> runs up to dad and goes, I met a new boy and I want to meet him. He wants to help in the yard, a.k.a. find the Zindi. And, that is uh, so funny. I don't know how they managed to tie in the Zindi in such a fucking retarded premise, but I guess kudos <laughs> to them. You know? Like, this is the dumbest fucking episode. The, <laughs> and yet they made it, you know, predicated on finding information on the Zindi. And Hoshi says, we got to go to this castle. And everybody's like, okay, sounds good. So everybody yes, fucks no up. no problem. We will not vet any of this. No. So everybody goes to this planet and they land at the castle. And This is where having a, like a feudal system, <laughs> you know, doesn't really work. I think people should have fucking discussed this to some point, you know, some mm-hmm. you know, degree. They, uh, they land at the, they land at the castle. The castle's landing it, spot. Yeah. <laughs> And it looks exactly the way Hoshi imagined it. What? And they walk around. They walk into the castle. Yeah. And suddenly, as they're walking through the castle, a voice calls out, I told Hoshi to come alone. Mm-hmm. We see the alien. He's standing naked and erect behind a door. Uh-oh. Flower petals Kinda on the Kind of like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. 
And uh, he says, nah, just joshing around. Anyways, uh, no big deal. No, three of you is fine. I yeah, look like whammy. a whammy. And Come then on in. Dad throws out some made-up Starfleet regulations, which I enjoy, that become real. <laughs> yeah. I told I told yeah. she'd come along. Well, it's uh, it's it's procedure for uh, captains to come along. And... Dad says Starfleet regulations that a captain makes first contact with my daughter's new boyfriend. Have you met my dog? <laughs> yeah, I have a dog that you haven't seen in a few episodes. You got any like really important trees around here that he can pee on and uh, possibly ruin diplomatic? I can dance. <laughs> I can definitely do a dance routine and lift some rocks if that'll make it better for you before my dog pisses on your holy yeah. tree. Do you get offended easily? Because we should be friends. Yeah. You know what? I would really enjoy if you beat the shit out of me and then I had to get saved by my ship. Again. The guy petitions. Yeah, again. The guy petitions uh, Archer and Reed and Hoshi says... If you guys bring down that Zindi artifact that you have from mm -hmm. the original attack on the planet, I can help you guys find that Zindi weapon. And then Reed interjects with a, it's an awfully big planet for <laughs> one person, you <laughs> fucking creep. It is weird, yeah. It is super weird. Well, Dad's like, do you live here alone? He's like, yeah, just me. It's like, really? This place is immaculate. You don't have a maid? You just live in like a, like, where do you get your electricity? Where do you get your Food. Food. Does he have some sort of, like, space device that makes food whenever he wants it? The lights are on. Some sort of replication thing? <laughs> That's right, he does. I didn't think about that. But where do you get the energy to, to do that? Maybe he horn. I don't need to defend the guy. The guy's a creep. <laughs> He's a creep. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so they say, yeah, sure, no problem. Captain, I'd like Hoshi to stay. And they bring That is not appropriate. And they bring down the Zindi artifact and uh Hey David. I just thought it'd be funny if he just like came all over the artifact and then oh. sent it back with a post it post it saying like so oh sorry, I forgot I'm not uh, telepathic. Also, I love Hoshi. If you uh like cum jokes. Yep. Uh episode nineteen, season one, Foxala. As the episode goes along, you know, I, I Hey David. I start to think as ghoulish as this guy is he and I are very similar. Oh, God. You know, I, I kind of relate because he's he's really pursuing Hoshi. <laughs> and he's like, I'll, I'll help you guys. But Hoshi has to stay here. What? You guys have to fuck off. Yeah. And I'll be done in like a week or so. You guys come back whenever you want. Everybody's like, sounds good. Yeah, no problem. Hey, David, do I have to tell you to stay on your toes? You know? <laughs> Even an even better line is they're going. They go back up to the ship to deliberate it, and Hoshi says, "I don't get the sense that he would harm me." What? Hoshi, what? This is a total rape scenario. You don't know this guy. At what point do you think he's not gonna rape you? He he he's basically been mind fucking your memories for yeah. fucking fourteen what? days. Are you kidding me? So they go back down. And they're like, "Yeah, we'll leave Hoshi here." And he's like, "Great, hand me the artifact." And they hand over in a briefcase. Mm -hmm. And he like strokes Hoshi's hand, and she like pulls it it's away. So weird. It's weird. Like, why'd they it's make so her pass weird. it off? Right. I bet the whole time you were thinking, "Oh man, he got to touch her hand." Yeah. It just he's just laying it on so thick. It's like, get out of here, you telepathic fucking creep. They they end up doing a first date. And I've been on awful first dates, but this is literally fucking outrageous. Mm -hmm. He, at one point, 
displays a bunch of food that are American, for lack of a better term here, for all intents and purposes. Here's some za. Yeah, I got some za, and he goes, <laughs> I recreated the tastes and textures from your memory. From Fiorello's Lello's. And he got, and just like, this little twerp is so fucking weird, it's not cool. No, you lays it on so thick. Oh, your parents learned you were gifted. Dude, get out of my life, you fucking freak. And you know what? Here's the book of gibberish for you to translate. Keep you busy while I work on my telepathic We can figure this ship. Get started now. And you know what? Feel free to explore the castle. Just don't go outside or leave ever, please. Do not go outside. And also, if you hear me cackling over female screams in the basement, do not interrupt. (laughs) Don't! (laughs) Don't run. So, Enterprise... Fucks off and just leaves Hoshi alone with this deviant. What? Literally. I had so many what moments in this episode. I was like, like they just is, leave? This is happening like this? And they almost get blown up, too. Uh-huh. And then dad... So so there's, like, spatial anomalies. As so the, the B-plot is they're trying to find a second sphere mm-hmm. that's causing spatial anomalies. And T'Pol did some, you know, yeah. space math and space science to figure out that there's a... Yeah, a a space rhyme and space reason to the space vectors that is these spatial anomalies. Space. And uh, they hit one pretty hard, and Dad goes, I'll stop, reconfigure the ship, and get started now. Do it. Now, motherfucker, damn. And then it cuts back to Hoshi. Meanwhile. And meanwhile. Back at Hoshi. Yeah, back at Hoshi. She's She's, walking. She's wandering around the castle in a nightgown. During the day, by the way, this comes off as during the day because it's yeah. supposed to be the next day. Yeah, I think because it's like you can wander around tomorrow after you sleep because she went yeah. to bed after dinner. Well, so you, this is what she's wearing around. You never know when you live in a mountain in the middle of Transylvania if it's day or night. I will say, so the whole this whole episode's creepy and weird, right? And she comes it, out in a nightgown. I'm just like. What? Yeah, it reminds me of that Dave Chappelle joke of, you know, she may not be a whore, <laughs> but she's definitely wearing a whore's costume. Yeah. <laughs> she's wearing high heels and a nightgown during the day. I guess they're not high heels, but she's wearing heels. Um, she is dressed provocatively. Why would you do that? Why? If it was me and I was Hoshi, mm-hmm. I'd be wearing my Starfleet uniform the whole oh, time yeah. with literally my gun on my chest. Well, and he's wearing like a uh, like a fucking uh, robe and a chiffon, like the pillow tie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's probably freezing in that fucking castle. It looks cold. Central, yeah. central heating and air. Jesus Christ. Um, and then she she walks up on him with his little fucking rape egg. Yeah, and she's like, "What are you What are you doing? What uh, is that? You hey, creepy little shit! Show how, me your egg." How's it going with this whole Zindi thing? Do you mind if we get sidetracked for a few hours? Will you teach me telepathy? Mm-hmm. You mind if you mind if we do that? Yeah, so fu- I can draw this out a little bit. I kind of want to be with you, but like I don't. It's so weird. Um. So she gets. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, she. Uh, <laughs> She learns telepathy, basic telepathy, and the guy starts getting a little touchy, a little grabby, and she says, you know what, I'm going to go. I need to go walk. Yeah, this got weird and fast. And where does she go? She goes outside. Directly outside to the grave. To the, to the grave. And she finds five graves out there. Four graves. And this guy runs up behind her and says, I thought I told you not to leave. And she says, who are they? 
And he says, they're just some hookers that I can't. I mean, they slipped and fell down my master staircase. And, you know, I'm a few light years away from the nearest hospital. Uh, yeah. So, you know. They were they were my companions. I had, and, and, I buried them out here on this horrifying windswept terrace. <laughs> it's how they would have wanted it. It's cool. It's cool. And like I know you have no intention of becoming my companion, but would you be interested in becoming my star companion? Oh. Yeah. Dunk. Yeah, end the episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh man. It's just so creepy. He's he says basically I had a couple companions before you, you know. But I'm like 400 years old. I'm in case you thought I was an old ghoul. <laughs> I am in I fact, am in a fact really an old ghoul. ghoul. And uh he said My notes stop for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like why am I watching this? There's nothing really yeah. to notate here other than this guy's a fucking creep. Man, I you tell me that a woman directed this it, and wrote it. It just throws me for a loop. It's as it's as bad as uh, Beverly Crusher getting fucked by a ghost. Yeah, it really is. I it, mean, it's you know. it's just like what is what's the point here? And well, they shoehorn getting info on the Zindi, and it's like, was that the main plot here? And you're like, we need to get info about the Zindi to Enterprise. Okay, yeah. what's the best way? Maybe maybe like a. Like a telepathic fucking freak mm-hmm. who wants to fuck the, uh, you know, loner girl. And we'll leave our one. And of- we're going to leave her in like a compromising situation and make her dress like, you know, like she's going to bed during the day. And it's and, and it's super empowering for her. But like, it's also kind of rapey and weird and not OK. Yeah. It's fucking Dracula. What the fuck He's is Dracula. going on here? Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? So, um, yeah, why, even a man, why would someone write this episode? No for, one should have written this no, fucking episode. Yeah. Um, it's fucking stupid. And you know what, for a moment, it almost seems like the whole episode was for naught, because she eventually leaves the planet, mm-hmm. but she doesn't leave with information regarding the Zindi. Mm-hmm. Until she gets mind raped again. Until he shows back up again when she's laying on her bed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, hey, I had a change of heart. And if you have a change of heart... Here's the information. Good luck. There's always a space for you here. But uh Oh boy, is it the cords? Oh boy. Thanks, Rapey. Uh they yeah. <laughs> They find the sphere, they figure out that there's like fifty other spheres or, or whatever. It, it, the B plot was like super important, but so they just gloss over it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's a really weird episode. I don't I don't know what they were thinking putting this in. I couldn't agree more. You know, you. it would so I was thinking on my way home today about ways that I would change this episode to make it a little bit more entertaining or a little bit less rapey or whatever. Okay. So I would construct it so that this guy wasn't like touching her, you know, and, and like being all over. Cause that's, he could have been respectful and sexy. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And he could have been like dark and brooding <clears throat> and like mysterious. Yeah. You know, it could have been like, what the hell's up with this guy? He wants me to stay here. She but... could have been interested in him. And mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. Yeah. Is because she like wasn't interested in him mm-hmm. is that it comes off like, oh, my God, we just left her with a predator mm-hmm. for what? For humanity? Like, yeah. what are we telling people? Or, you know, we you could construct it to be like he needs to spend a year with a woman so he can live another 30 years of his life or like there has to be a reason for why she's she's there. sure there's con- there and be, she yeah she likes him but there's like something dark and brooding like there has to be some tension to it instead it's just like hey i really like you and like 
we're really vibing, you know, but we're really not. <laughs> I'm just kind of like in your mind and I know everything that you like. And it's like, it's not cool. No, it's not. It's like, it's like when you, when you, it, when you like a girl, when you're like a kid. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you learn everything about her, but mm-hmm. then you figure out that like, there's now there's no mystery to it. And the girl just thinks you're boring yeah. because she, you know, everything about her and she knows everything about you. Yeah. You know? She doesn't know about that trip you took to Thailand and all the, you know, crazy things that you got into. Oh. Yeah. What kind of crazy things did you get into? I don't know. I mean, that's just a scenario. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know. Your like, new girlfriend, I'm going to tell her to reference episode, uh, whatever this Voxala? is. Voxala. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I just had to get it But in. there's just no mystery. And he's just, he's super rapey. And being 400 years old, you'd think he would progress past the point where he's like, I know everything about you. Do you like pizza? I got pizza right here. Oh, your grand, your grandpa, his name is Michio. Did you hear that, by the way? Yeah. I thought maybe he might have been Michio Kaku, which I thought would have been a fucking great nod. I, would, I don't yeah. think he was popular back then. <laughs> In 2000? Yeah. He was old enough to be popular. But he didn't really get like really popular until like late 2000s. No, like yeah, I agree. I so. mean, Michio Kaku is great, but yeah. I doubt it. That was just a... Uh, yeah, coincidence in this rape filled. It was angsty and weird. It was, you know, and I felt uncomfortable and like greasy watching I, it a little bit. I wish they had made him at least attractive, and I don't know like what that says, mm-hmm. but it would have made me feel better. Like, mm-hmm. okay, look, at least Beast in Beauty and the Beast left her alone mm-hmm. until she came around. Yeah, yeah, and that's like what they tried to do here, but mm-hmm. this was initiated by a creep. Mm-hmm. Okay, it wasn't initiated by Beast and Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, when he's showing up when she's like after she takes a shower and it's just weird, you know? It's yeah, like, it could have been, it, she, he should have showed up in the mess hall. Yeah. Right? There, was, there was a better way to do this whole fucking episode. Like he's telepathic, you know, he could have removed everybody else in the mess hall and just been sitting across from her like, oh, she has something to tell you. What about and it? She's like, like, who are you? And then it cuts back and everybody's like looking at her. Yeah, yeah. What you about know? like maybe he's you know a totally platonic ally who just wants friends? <laughs> yeah, I'd have bought that too. It's yeah. fucking Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I don't need this weird, rapey, sexed up nonsense. It's Hugh Hefner. Ugh. Ugh. Anyways, folks, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. I enjoyed it. Me as, too. As much as much as shit as I talked about this, I I'm coming more and more to the realization that I just love shitty shit. I love shitty shows. I love shitty movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I love shows and movies that are aware of their shittiness. So, do you know that one uh, James Bond movie that was Sean Connery reprising Thunderball, but it wasn't an official James Bond movie? No, I don't. Okay, well, that one James Bond movie, mm-hmm. uh, a young Steven Seagal did the cor- uh, choreography for it, and he broke yeah, Sean Connery's wrist in the in the making of it. He's strong, dude. Yeah, apparently there's like master. a really long, weird uh, back and forth about the rights for James Bond, and that that's when it's like it's literally like no time to die again, again. <laughs> like that's kind of the name of it. It's really weird, but anyway. <laughs> There you go. Die another day tomorrow. David likes shitty shit, and I was trying to relate. (laughs) (laughs) Steven Seagal makes some (laughs) shitty shit. This has been The Star Companion. As David stated, you can send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. You can get a sticker from The Star Companion podcast. It looks dope. You can like and review, and if you take a photo of that 
and we'll send you a signed one. We're on all major podcasting platforms. You can also donate at patreon.com slash the star companion. And uh, take care of yourself, everybody. Bye. Yeah. Um, I know your favorite food. <laughs> softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.